Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. How are you doing today, Michael Zuber? One rental at a time. I'm trying to juggle two puppies at one time. This is sunny. <laughs> this is happy. They're actually biting my fingers. Have you seen me wince? It's because the little guy bit my finger. But anyways, we are with Matt, the mortgage guy. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Mike. Sounds like I need to buy you some some dog chew toys. Some chew toys, man. These guys, <laughs> yeah. especially the little ones, you're definitely teething. My <laughs> goodness. So we need a Matt, the mortgage guy, uh, you know, dog treat or something. That's a good idea. That's a, that's a <laughs> good idea pets. for a piece of swag. I, yeah, <laughs> if people have pets, then throw that in their swag. Yeah, come bag. on, work on it. Work on it, man, I tell you. So anyways, again, you are now nationwide. You have no idea how happy I am that you are nationwide. So many people wanted to work with you over the last year, but you weren't just California. Yeah. You have now fixed it, right? I fixed it. Yeah. And and the good news is in the past, I tried to do my best with referring folks yeah. to someone who's going to take care of them out of state. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it, it wasn't you, man. Come on. Let's just be clear. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just having control over the process, right? Where I know there's going to be a certain standard of service every, you know, with this move to you mortgage, I'm, I'm fully aligned. And, and the goal is just to serve and help people. Yeah. Right. And so awesome. um, I can't tell you how many um, people that we've talked to where the advice has nothing to do with gaining more business. No, yeah. it's, it's a good spot to be in, in a business where it's like, we're busy enough. We'll do fine. You know, whether we get four deals out of every 10 people that come to us or two, right. And right. we can give good advice based on what's, what's good for the consumer long-term. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do that at scale. We're going to do it nationwide. All you got to do is go to greatmortgagebroker.com. We got a team dedicated to once you fill out that form and tell us I'm in this state, I'm looking to do this. You're going to get a phone call, an email, a text. How can awesome. we help? What are you looking to do? And then steer you in the right direction to, with the folks that can help you out. Yeah. And let them know you came from one rental at a time. It always shows him that being a part of this channel weekly is worth his time. So I would appreciate it if you told them you came from one rental at a time. So topic number three today, I saw this scary stat and I'm like, you know what? I'm talking to Matt today. I'm going to share it with you live. And then we're going to talk about it. You ready? Yes, sir. Let's do it. So this is debt, average debt by generation not including mortgage. So it's credit card, student loans, personal debt, like signature debt, and auto loans. Okay, you ready? Okay. So Generation Z, right, the young generation, their average actually isn't this bad, isn't bad. It's 16 grand, and I'm going to round instead of taking it out to the dollar. So 16,000 um, bucks. Generation Z, what, is up to like 26 or 27, I think? Yeah, I was going to say, they, they haven't had enough time to rack up yeah. yet. So. <laughs> yeah, they're just give starting. Them some time, Mike. Give yeah. them some time. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Okay, but next, the next, millennials. This one shocked me. Any guess, millennials? Again, well, not including mortgage. I, my gut tells me that it's not as high as we think. Um, oh. I think there's a lot of debt conscious millennials. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, maybe only the stuff that lives in my ecosystem where I like, I only follow the smart people. I only follow <laughs> the ones that are they got zero debt. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you want to just take a wild guess? Um, if, if, if Z has 16 and millennials, I guess millennials are like up to 40 now. Right. Right. Pretty close. Um, 
So maybe they've got like 40,000 or between 40 and 50. 87,500. Oh man, I was off, right? I had so much faith in millennials. I'm like they, on the cusp. Stu- um, student loans, 39 grand. Yeah, that's the problem. Half of it is those darn student loans. Yeah, yeah. All right, this is my generation, Gen X. So a little bit older, had some more time to pay off stuff if we had it early. What do you think? You should be in better shape than millennials my, is my hope. <laughs> no. <laughs> wrong. God, wrong. I'm, ter- I'm terrible you're, at this you're game. You're horrible at this game. <laughs> okay, so you've had more time to accumulate yeah, you've more had debt. Yeah, you've had more time to have more income to have more debt. Yeah, for whatever $141, reason. $141,000. Wow. 45K of student debt. So you have so more Gen student X, debt. Than, so Gen X is probably like what 40 to 55 year olds or something. I think, well, I am a Gen X. I think it's like 44 to 56 or something, something like okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, I, I mean, you're... why 40, 45 grand. I mean, that's what I had when I graduated. I think I had like 48, but why, they still have still, I mean, wow. The I can confirm. Was, yeah. I can confirm that, that we that, run credit reports and I'm like, you're 57. Like, when did you graduate college? Yeah. Um, did, you, did you go back? Right. They allow you to continue to defer it. And the worst, the worst part of it, Mike, is when they're adding interest to it along the way. Oh, like you borrowed 80,000. Now you owe 175. Like, oh my God. Well, there you we, go. That, 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 that's a whole nother video of student loan debt. So we'll, we'll leave that there. Well, how, okay. So now baby boomers, right? Near retirement, in retirement. What are we thinking? Baby boomers. Um, okay, so we're excluding the mortgage debt. Yeah, no mortgage. I gotta remember. Um, you know, they they shouldn't have as much student loan debt. They shouldn't have as much yeah. like fancy car bling debt. Let's hope that baby boomers are under a hundred. They are ninety seven. Ninety seven. Good. For you baby got boomers. it. You See? nailed it. Yeah, uh, one out of four. I did all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm batting 250. It's pretty yeah. that's a decent baseball. Yeah, it's not, you, you know, you probably stay employed if you're 250. Yeah. So I, what I wanted to ask you about, again, is you see lots of credit reports, certainly more than I've ever seen. You probably see more in a week than I've ever seen. A, do these numbers shock you? Like when um, you see these numbers? You know what? Like, I think about at least you know, like periods of life, right? Like, like when, when, when people are in their forties, I think is when they buy their biggest house, okay. you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're earning the most income, they're buying their biggest house. Um, but like the keeping up with the Joneses is real, right? Like yeah. this consumerism and buying stuff. $141,000 in stupid debt. Right. Oh. Right. And that's the thing too, is like, this is a cool metric to look at because it's excluding mortgage debt. Yes. Where you can say like, that's an appreciating asset. That's good yeah, debt. Yeah. So this is all bad debt. All bad debt. And um, what do you think the average rate is on all this stuff? Credit cards, I'm, student loans, personal debt, auto loans. Got to be, I mean, average has got to be eight or nine, right? I was going to say eight was going to be my guess because student loans might be three to five. You know, yeah. cars might be low like that as well. And then you've got like like 15% credit cards. And unfortunately- I see a ton of credit reports and like, it's so hard to swim upstream when you've got $40,000 in 15% debt. Like oh, it's, it's just, you just, you just can't gnarly. Yeah. And you know, I guess um, the, the silver lining it with, with this huge increase in real estate is the people who own homes 
are able to do really cool stuff with debt consolidation. Yeah. So and- let's talk about that. I didn't plan to go here because I didn't know where this would go. I mean, I think about a baby boomer. That's where I was thinking. I'm like, baby boomer probably own a home. They probably own it for decades, right? Probably. They've seen record appreciation. And part of me is like, let's say they got like 12 years left. And, you know, the balance is, I don't know, 25% of the value. Because again, they've had appreciation also. I, do they do they refi it? Because again, they're they, back to video too. They're employed, so they get the best rates. Yeah. Do they refi I mean, whack it? I mean, what do they I, do? I think so. And like, I had an interesting conversation with somebody who who was talking about reverse mortgages and how they might have a you know a bigger market share in the future just because of how people are living and 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 whatnot. But you know, not not regarding reverse mortgages, but in my eyes, if if you take somebody and let's just do a hypothetical scenario mm-hmm. that is you know a baby boomer and and they're sixty and maybe they're nearing retirement, if they owe you know, they're down to 112 in, right. in what they owe, right? And, mm-hmm. and the house is worth 600, like you talked about. They've got plenty of equity. If they've got a bunch of this nasty debt, $97,000 worth of it, yeah. more than likely, they're, they're, they're that far along, they can refinance, pull out 100, not to go blow on something, but to pay off all that debt. Yeah. Their payment is going to stay the same. And here's where, like, I'm always trying to be honest with folks. Yes, when you pull out 100,000, you owe 100,000 more. True. Yes, when you go from 12 years to 30 years, you spread out that time horizon and you're going to pay more interest over time. Okay, fine. But when you think about it from the perspective of quality of life, yeah. and this person goes from a $1,200 mortgage payment and $1,500 in this crap debt yeah. payment, mm-hmm. and they're stressed, they're paycheck to paycheck, and you provide something that says, here's how we're going to restructure it. You might, you know, to be quite honest, die with debt on this house. Yeah. And so, so you restretch it out to 30 years and and you pass away 22 years from now. What, what my thought process is, is most people who are being, you know, handed down these homes. If I were to receive a home and there's $80,000 left on it versus being free and clear, but my parent lived a better stress, like yeah. life with less stress and was able to travel, was able to, you know, pay medical bills to make sure that like those last years were, were, were good ones. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's the thing too, for a lot of people, it's not like this race to pay off a house. Um, yeah. The mortgage know. burning parties or whatever they were right before. Yeah. Then. And then, and then it's like, you know, sure. There's some people that are on that path and that's their goal. But for a lot of other people, it's like, let's figure out a financial structure and a game plan that makes like life really good. Yeah. Yeah. I got to agree with you back to that earlier example, right? 1200 in mortgage, 1800 in junk. If you refi it, now you have a 1200 mortgage, but more years granted all that stuff, but you've got rid of the 1800. So a don't take out extra would be my advice, right? Take out the hundred in our example or 97 pay it off. And then don't rack it up again. That's what I've seen so many people do, my parents right. included, right? We lived in California. We had a couple of years of appreciation. They would take it out. Like they, bar- they borrowed from the house to pay for my sister's education, for example. Yeah. Um, one, one more thing too that I just thought about too mm-hmm. is in that same scenario, mm-hmm. maybe the plan is I want to have this house paid off in eight years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then you refinance. You can even take it to a 30-year 
with the plan of all that debt's gone, I'm going to throw 1800 at the principal. Extra, yeah. Now it probably pays off in eight or nine instead of 12. Yeah. So do that. Yeah. And, and, and I think that that's a better game plan from a you know financial advising perspective because now you don't have 112 in mortgage debt and 100 in crappy debt. You've got 210 in mortgage debt. Aggressively pay it off. Use that 1800 you used to pay towards the high interest debt, towards the mortgage. It's going to pay off an eight. Then if life happens and life changes and you've got other things you could do with that 1800 that are more important, then do that. Make the choice. Yeah. 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 I think one of the things you brought up is just because I think it might be a mental shift for some people, people just saying, Hey, I'm going to, instead of being free and clear, when I go, I'm going to owe some money, but you got to think about the quality of life you're living now, right? There are a lot of people that are living on ramen noodles or whatnot because of the debt structures wrong. Use the asset, refi it. You still historically low rates. And you really could have a better life, but don't be stupid again. You're running out of time. Right. Well, that's the thing too, is yeah, don't, don't pay off the hundred refinance and then and go then rack up, up another a new hundred, hundred because, you know, trust me, I've seen plenty of those too. Oh, it's, me too. You know, me too. So $5,000 a month in QVC purchases. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? So uh, I really appreciate this again, folks. If you are in this situation, you want to talk to someone who just have an honest discussion. Across all 50 states now, Matt, the mortgage guy, greatmortgagebroker.com. Any closing thoughts? Nope, just that. Just contact us at greatmortgagebroker.com. It's, it's quick. I promise you, you should be able to do it in 30 seconds. I had somebody from the channel reach out because they had heard. I was like, you can do it in 27 seconds. They're like, Matt, I think I did it in 14. <laughs> so, so it's, you know, I'm not asking for your blood type or, or for anything like that. I just need, you know, where you're at, what you're looking to do so yeah. we can help, you know, put that in, in the right lane to help you out. Yeah. And I hope, uh, I hope to hear from Matt later in the day that uh, one rental at a time really, uh, really reached out today because you have been asking for all 50 states and now he has delivered. So thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Mm -hmm.